Ferris popped a boob muscle. This one. <laughs> a moob. A moob. A moob. A moob muscle. Oh, Welcome man. to the Coast to Coast podcast. We're yeah. Your show with the hostesses with the mostesses. What up, y'all? And that guy. Ferris is here. I was asked to kind of be like a guest in a way. I guess. You ain't no guest. Why can't I be? It's been, it's been. Well, you did start as a guest at one point. Yeah. One, you did not Over fill out the damn form. Um, <laughs> I made <laughs> yeah. the thing. So does that uh, do you have, so do you have your submission for let's get vocal Ferris? <laughs> okay. It is Tuesday. He gone. <laughs> He's like, screw you guys. I'm going home. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. That's my way of saying. I was it. thinking yeah, about it. I was thinking about it. We should play Nick. We should, we should play our perfectly puzzled entries. Yeah, I don't have one. Ferris. I mean, it's all in the past now. Not the whole. Not the whole shebang. The comp's still going on. But the stuff that we've already submitted is in the past, so Ferris can finally speak to us freely about it because he's had to be all secretive this whole time. You're still competing. Yeah. I am, but I'm not trying to get any know. information on future rounds or anything. I mean I ain't gonna I, I wouldn't play what's what I've got in the works right now or anything like that for this current. Do you want round. me to, did you did you did you get my uh message I sent you the other day after you sent me that song? Didn't I reply to you? No, I don't think so. I didn't. Did anybody notice really? that my beard goes really well with this shirt? Now that you mentioned it, it kind of blends right into it, actually. Yeah. Hey, by the way, Nick, your lighting's off, dude. You're like way dark. And I, and I, I, I subconsciously see the word oak in there, and I'm thinking you look like a tree. <laughs> like you're, you're, you're ripple. He's got his beard's like the roots. It's, no, it's like the freaking bark. It's like, dude, it's like, they should totally oh, dude, you're copy right. my face and make it one of those faces you put on the trees. That would be super cool. <laughs> you could be in the next Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> I'll do you could it. Be one of the Ents or whatever they're called. Instead of Gandalf, he could be Handoff. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. Oh, real quick, by the way, y'all like, subscribe, comment, share, head on down to the link tree, check out the description boxes and whatnot, and you know, head on, head over to our TikTok page. Mm -hmm. We've been doing some live stuff on TikTok lately, and we've been getting people on singing and doing all kinds of fun stuff. Go over there, Coast to Coast 010 on TikTok, okay? Come see us. Let's get vocal. Help us I got a lot of stuff. I got a lot of stuff to get vocal about, but apparently Nick has a story. Oh, yeah. We I'm, I want to hear it because it's probably good. He paused mid first phrase of the first sentence when we're like should we record this yeah <laughs> <laughs> so my wife had surgery as we all know mm -hmm. so she can't work for a little bit she's got to heal some first so my buddy kurt's helping me again temporarily okay first day back yesterday's monday we leave First thing we had to do is just drive right up the street to a gas station, right down Payne, get gas. Then I Payne's, had to take a... Like Payne Street? Yeah, Payne Avenue. It sounds painful. It is. And then go up another street all the way over across the boulevard to the UPS store to drop off a Amazon return. 
Okay. Then go to work. Okay. Which the, the UPS thing kind of pissed me off because I went in and I, you know, Amazon gives you a code and then the UPS just scans it and takes care of it. Yeah. Well, we've always just, like any other store, showed our phone and they'd scan it. I went in and did that and Lay's like, I can't scan your phone. You got to go print it or either I'll charge you three bucks and I'll print it for you. I'm like, what? What? Yeah, it made no sense. So I went to a different I've never UPS. had that happen. They've Me always neither. scanned it right from my phone too. So I left and did a different UPS and they scanned it was whatever, but. Yeah, I don't story. So we go to the gas station. We get okay. We leave. We shoot up to the UPS store. I go in, I come back out, my buddy's having a cigarette, we get in the truck, and we leave, and we turn, go back up the boulevard, and as we get to the highway, he's like, dude, there's a white truck that's like, every move I make, every lane I get in, he's following me. That's creepy. And uh, we got on the highway, and the guy gets on the highway, and then he's going whatever lane we're in, staying four or five car lengths or so behind. Surveillance. And he's like, dude, that car, that truck was at the gas station when we got gas. And then when we were at the UPS store and I was smoking a cigarette, I seen him parked at the gas station by the UPS store sitting there facing us. Oh. So he followed us there from the other gas station right up the street from the house to that okay. place. When we left, he went ahead and followed behind us. Did you say all he was smoking way... a cigarette? Kurt was, and he's seen the guy buddy. sitting. Oh, okay. So he yeah. got the UPS store in a plaza, and then there was a gas station in that same parking lot. Yeah. So he went from the one gas station to that one, but didn't go to a pump. He just parked over there and watched where we were at and wait for us to leave. That's crazy. So we're on the highway. We go all the way down the highway till we get to the 90, which is another highway. Then you take that to the 400. Get on the 90, he gets on the 90, following us. All the way wow. down, and this it's like 20 or so minutes to this guy's house in the East Aurora. We go all the way down to 90, we get to the 400. The 400's got a two-lane turnoff exit that turns and swerves and goes in and becomes the highway. Okay. He follows us onto the 400 exit. No. Yeah. So he, Kurt gets into the right lane in between cars, and he gets slow, so he can't stay behind us where he's at with cars behind him. He got pushed, and he had to go past us. Okay. And as it goes, the windows are tinted anyways. It's a white Ford pickup that has a Black Widow uh, package on it. And the back uh -huh. tailgate's got a Black Widow badge. So he gets pushed in front of us, and we couldn't see who it was. And he's driving, like, hiding his face. <laughs> so he okay. goes on, and I know it's at this point he must be following, because I've had people kind of do that, and it ends up there's just coincidental. Yeah. So he goes on up the highway, and I'm thinking, okay, well, he'll go. No, he goes maybe a few cars up, and he's just kind of staying. <clears throat> so we ride a ways. 400, you got to go all the way to the other end of the 400 and get off an exit. So this is like a long drive. Okay. We get off. The exit's Maple. We start getting off Maple, and somehow he's behind us again. What? Yes. i never seen us go past him. Kurt said we did when we went past. I think I must have been looking at my phone. He said when we went past him again, he was like this, so you couldn't see him, his face. Okay. So when you get off the exit, make a right, and right there is a gas station, and then there's like a nursery right next to it. Uh huh. Kurt pulls in the nurse and said, we're going to park up in here and see what he does. So we pull in, we park. He comes off the exit, and he just kind of slowly goes until he gets past us. So we wait a minute, like, maybe it was nothing. Get off. We go up. Back on the road, we start heading towards my buddy's house, going down Maple. 
And a couple of streets on the left over, you see him pulling into a driveway and backing back out, and he gets behind us again. What? So he stopped, and he's going to turn around, but then when he seen us go by, he went ahead and got back behind us. That's when you just, like, stop in the middle of the road, and both of you get out, like, dude, what's I going on? I was so, dude. <laughs> but at this point, it also got interesting, because we were like, who the fuck is? I was like, Kurt, who'd you piss off? Yeah, right. First day back working with me, and he's got somebody following him. So we go up a little ways, and on the left, there's these apartments. So it's like an apartment complex, and then another one behind that, different units. You can pull in parking lots. Yeah. He pulls in there, turns left, goes in there, and parks in the space. And you watch the truck go by. And then he slows down because he's seen us. So right past those apartments is then another left turn. I, he turns left, and you can see through the trees I'm on the street beside us. He goes a little bit, so many houses up, so we leave again. And I look down the street, and the dude's doing a U-turn. He's, like, climbing the curb into the front lawn and shit just to do a U-turn. Like, driving like a nut. Dude, what did your buddy do to get such hardcore PD surveillance, bud? Uh, listen. <laughs> so, as he's getting turned around, at that point, the road we're on starts going up hills and getting twisty. Yeah. I said, okay, we're up hills, and it's kind of curved before he sees us again. There's a street, a left turn, it was Gerard, and then the next one's Fillmore, which is my buddy. I said, don't go to his. Turn left right here before he yeah. can see us. Yeah, lose so the he, FBI agent. <laughs> he pulls up, and then he gets to a stop sign where he could turn right and then left at my buddies. And like, no, we went straight to the end, to where dead ended, and you have to go right or left. If you go right, and then you make another right, that's another way to get to my buddies. Yeah. So... We get to the end and we turn right and we see him go by, but he didn't see us. We get to the stop sign and we start to turn right. And just as we just about get to my buddy's house facing it, we only see like the front of the nose of the truck. You can just see a little bit of it, mm -hmm. which means he can't see us because, you know, the glass is behind the house. And you see him backing up. Like now he's trying to figure out where the hell we went. So hmm. we dart over two driveways. We pull all the way up into my buddy's driveway where we're working. I go in the house and I'm like, this is freaking weird. I get on the phone with Lynn. I'm like, you won't believe what's going on. And I'm, I'm explaining the whole story and I'm watching out the front window because I want to see if he comes past that house and sees us and stops so I can see who the fuck is in that truck. Yeah. My dumb ass, I look away for a second because I'm talking to Lynn. I'm trying to explain it to her because she's not hearing me. And I hear some, I look up and he had already stopped in front of the house and he was gunning it, taking back off. I didn't get a chance to get a picture or see him or nothing. Ooh. And when he took off, I he he freaking took off. Way to so drop the ball, buddy. We run out, we get in the truck, and we start driving around for a minute to see if we could find where he went. We couldn't find him. So Meanwhile, he can track you this whole, you know, ordeal, yeah. but you can't find him 10 seconds after he, he fills out, huh? He must have he took off somewhere. I have no idea where he went. That's crazy. <laughs> so we start hunting into it. And there's a certain person, I don't want to say his name yet. Bob. There's a, Bob. There's a person that lives near in a complex where one of Gavin, our son's buddies, live. Mm -hmm. And Lynn said, hey, Gavin, ask your buddy if he's seen this truck over by these apartments. And the kid said, yes, he'd go by the last couple of days and it's parked over there. And then, just to add insult to injury, when we get back home, we drive by linda's shiesty cousin's shop and we see him in that truck backing that trailer up it was her cousin again i was gonna i had a feeling i, I was sean ford here you go again cannot help himself but be a creepy 
stalking weirdo. You know, that that's like loser-esque, man. To sit there and spend... He came from here all the way to freaking East Aurora following us around instead of working. And That's creepy, dude. I don't know if he thinks he's, like, scaring us or something or what. Yeah, it's been it was... a few months since you brought him up really in a big way. Yeah. Well... Yeah, it's it's been a while. I've seen him about a week and a half-ish or so ago. I went to the auto store to get some because I was working on my wheeler. And I'm driving through the plaza, the auto store, and here comes this pretty neat looking Ford, old ass Ford, like for some of y'all, old delivery truck, kind of hopped up. And as it as it gets closer to us, I see somebody leaning over, like they're waving or something. And once he gets close enough, it's her cousin. And he's smiling, flipping us off. So I flipped him back off. Oh, that's that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. I didn't. Why not? I shouldn't even bother. But I get out the truck. I start heading to the. I, that's what I did. I start walking <laughs> over, going towards the auto store, and I can see him. Instead of leaving, he backed back up and he drove by on the far side of the parking lot. Yeah. And I don't know if he did or not because then my back was to him. I swore I could hear his voice. I couldn't make words out, but it sounded like I'd hear him like he was yelling across the parking lot. Yeah. And all I could think hey, of is, what's your name? You you're driving by, and then you want to drive by on the other side yelling to me? Are you that much of a freaking chicken shit? Well, real quick, going back to telling him that he's number one, the cool kids nowadays, did you guys hear this? They're bringing back the thumbs down. <clears throat> did you hear about that? That's a good one. No, but it worked. Yeah, there's there's people now, instead of flipping them the bird out the window, they're just thumbs That's down. better anyways. I like that, dude. I'm like, I do too. Yeah. <clears throat> It's, it's, well, the, the great thing I think about it is every, everybody knows what the bird means. Everybody knows what thumbs down means too, right? Thumbs down is the G rated version of everything. But isn't, but isn't that, right? isn't that kind of the same as, as, um, remember a while back that commercial came out with a guy that they were texting and he came over and he, and he, he answered the text in person. The guy said, did you just answer my text in person? Cause he said, yeah. LOL. Or whatever it was, and that's mm -hmm. kind of the same thing where you, because you know you got the emojis that thumbs up, thumbs down. Yeah, and dude, that, that's I'm, all I'm the, telling that's what you, they're doing. They're like taking I'm the gonna phone. Start, and... I'm gonna start doing that though, when people are like doing stupid stuff on the high, or they're like riding my tail or whatever. Instead of flipping them off or whatever, I'm just gonna throw the hand out there and then real slow, dude, just <laughs> turn it down. I'll just start out like this. Mm. Yeah, start out on the side. Kind of go up a little, and then oh, no, yeah. no, no, don't think so. <laughs> so I'm you start double thumbs that. down. It's like, oh yeah, yeah, because you're gonna throw both hands out the window. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <laughs> so oh. that was my interesting morning yesterday. That's crazy, dude. That was just yesterday. Wow. No. If I would have known that was him that whole time, things would have been different. I didn't know. Oh, would they have? Was. Well, he had a new Bronco he got last year. So where this truck come from, I don't know if he's already sold that Bronco because somebody wanted it and got a truck. I don't know if his Bronco's in the shop. His vehicles are in the shop constantly. He drives like a dick. He beats them up. Yeah. Or if it's another thing he likes to do, and that's drive customer vehicles do. around. I was kind of trying to ignore it, Ferris. <laughs> what? Nothing. Ferris says he saw what you did there. What did I do? When you said he drives like a D, he beats uh, him up. 
I'm he's trying so, to censor myself. He's so focused bit. on on the drama. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah well, can you blame him, dude? No. I mean, no. I, I, that's creepy, bro. Well, it's it it's, it's, it speaks to your um uh attentiveness to recognize that this is more than just somebody lost like I am driving around town and things like that. You know what I'm saying? You knew something was up. Yeah. Your gut was telling you this is not right. Something's this not is right. not normal. What kind of uh what kind of vehicle were you guys in? Was it like a and I don't need exact details, but was it like a a commuter gas saver kind of vehicle, or were you in like a big old truck, or what were no, you in? I was in my Dodge truck, only truck, I, only big car. Truck. I oh, you were in your yeah. your truck. Okay, okay. Because I was gonna, you know, I was thinking if you had a vehicle, like maybe you were in your buddy's car or something, and he's got a little. Yeah, I've got my truck, but I've got my Honda too. Maybe he's driving around something like my Honda, you know, 34, 36 miles a gallon. I was going to say, look at the bright side, think of how much gas that guy wasted. But <laughs> I mean, you you probably, you know, had the equivalent amount. <laughs> well, all I know is it's not normal to do that. And he should feel like a loser to do shit like that. He should, but it's not I normal. bet you he doesn't. He thinks he's cool. He thinks, I'm sure he thinks he's scary. I don't get that, like, acting like he's, we're not going to know he's back there. Dude, you're not that right. Far back and then when you drive him. by, you're like, oh, yeah. my God, don't. And that was also weird me. because he what never, usually he doesn't do that. Usually he makes it known. So the fact that he was trying to keep us from knowing that he was in that truck makes me wonder what, why would he hide his face? You went out of your way to drive that damn far. You're talking. 20 or more minutes of driving. All that's that creepy. driving just to follow us somewhere, but don't let it, I don't want him to know it's me. That tells me who's he's got are some you kind in? of psychological, <laughs> he's got like a psychological issue going on. He, he's, or not right. he, he's, he's a, he's a lunatic. He's, he's got to have something going on upstairs. Can't Screw loose. I don't know. Anyway. I had, I had a, I had an interesting, <laughs> night the other night myself not last night last night was actually quite peaceful but the uh was it last night shit i can't remember the last like two three days are such a blur i honestly cannot remember when it was i don't Here's think can't i can't remember yesterday. anything either dude i, I, gotta, I gotta go this. through you know i'm gonna say this again nick before we hit record for brandon's benefit uh oh, Nick wanted to know what my response was to a song he sent me that I said I had listened to and did in fact listen to, but I couldn't remember what song it was. I mean, it's uh -huh. not like I'm listening to 60, 80, 40 songs, whatever, a week nope. here lately. So I couldn't remember which song it was. Mm -hmm. He's giving this Eeyore treatment like, <laughs> yeah, this is what you do <laughs> or don't do. Speaking of songs, I do have some some pulled up. Oh, that's exciting. Well, can I, can I tell my story? Yeah, go ahead. I just let you know it's there. It's waiting whenever you're. Oh, oh, that's you exciting. Go for it, Ferris. That's Hey, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Sunday. It was Sunday. So I'm I'm not gonna not gonna name names or anything like that. But I've I've advised y'all these past you know couple months about our garage hermit, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, good buddy of mine. Um, you know, he's a little bit down on his luck, you know, came in, offered him a spot to stay. It wasn't much. It was a garage, literally cleaned it out, bought a bed for him, bought him some, 
I bought him uh, two brand new pairs of boots and whatnot. Uh, my wife found a posting for a job. She sent it to me. I sent it to him. He got the job, right? He'd been with us for 83 days. Sunday was the 83rd day. And when he first came in, we had a 90-day agreement. Well, my garage hermit. Two weeks ago, got uh, really hammered like in front of the kids kind of hammered and we had a conversation with him about it. And I was like, look, dude, I laid it all out for him. Uh, the reason I don't drink is cause I'm a raging alcoholic. <laughs> um, and, and I told him, I said, you know, it pisses me off when you do that. It makes me want to punch you in the face, <laughs> <laughs> especially when my kids are around. And, um, basically what had happened was, you know, he, when he was here, he was either drunker than a skunk on Tuesday or he was asleep doing nothing. Uh, and we laid it all out for him in a conversation. We're like, look, bub, you got two weeks or whatever, two and a half weeks. Uh, hopefully you got a plan in place because come the, you know, April 30th or whatever, uh, bye. That's the day. That's moving day. So a few days go by, two, three days. And uh, I get home from work late, and he's passed out in my living room floor using my dog's dog bed as a pillow. <laughs> I I kick him in the feet, right? I'm like, dude, get off the floor, go to bed. And I was I was livid, but I just I wasn't going to deal with it because it was like midnight 30. Um, fast forward to Sunday. Man alive, dude. Sunday was the day after my daughter's second birthday. So I'm talking the 21st, right? Um, and I'm going to another buddy of mine. Uh, I'm going to his uncle's house to help out with some weed eating and yard work because they got a notice from the city. If you don't get it cleaned up by May 1st, you're going to get a fine, all that stuff, right? So I see the garage hermit and I'm like, hey, why don't you come help me? You know, um, get you out of the house for a bit, do some, do some good. Uh, he, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. I'm like, cool, dude. I'm leaving in like 15 minutes. I come out 10 minutes later. I'm like, bud, you're you're still in PJs. You ready to go? He's like, you know, I think I'm just. It's it's been a it's been a rough couple weeks, you know, with work and everything. I'm just gonna have a a nice, easy, chill day. Just kind of relax, be lazy a little bit. I'm like, you know what? Whatever, dude. It's not worth arguing. It's not like you told me that you were going to do something and then, you know, 10 minutes later went back on your word. No big deal or anything. <laughs> um, so I go and I, I help out my my buddy's uncle uh, with all this yard work. I'm gone for two and two and a half hours or so. I get back home and, and he's asleep on the patio chair in the front yard. On our front patio. <laughs> Man. Don't know if he was, didn't know if he was just tired or if he drank himself to sleep or not. So I go inside. I just, you know, I'm not going to bother waking him or whatever. I'm like, okay, dude, you want to be a lawn ornament? That's up to you. So, so I come in. Uh, it's about dinner time. You know, it's uh, coming up on about 4.30. Um, and I get a, uh, I get a phone call from him. 
Britt's wrapping up making dinner in the kitchen. I'm out in the living room with the kids. We're watching a movie. We're watching that one of the Trolls World Tour movie, right? Everybody's having a good time, hooting and hollering, playing, wrestling around on the floor. And he calls me. What's up, dude? And this is verbatim exactly what he said. And I know I told you all I was trying to censor myself a little bit earlier. This is exactly what he says into the phone. Wake the fuck up. <laughs> I'm like... So my brain, dude's hammered, gone, right? I'm like, dude, I am awake. I'm in the living room playing with the kids, getting ready for to go eat dinner. If you want to talk to me, come inside, click, right? He calls me back five seconds later. Silence for the first 10 seconds. I must have said hello five times before he finally goes, oh, hello, hello, just listen. Like, dude, no, if you want to talk to me, get your ass inside. It's family time. Click. Texts me. Um, no. He's out with the fire chief. According to him at the Chevron, that's about 30 seconds up the road from the house. Mm -hmm. And then he texts me saying that they told him he needs to find a ride. So I talk to my wife. I tell her about the text messages. I'm like, I'm going to have to go get him. So I'm pretty hot. I give him a call. Where you at? Uh, I'm up at the Chevron with this. <sighs> Fire's here. What are you doing at Chevron? I wanted to get some whiskey. I'm out of whiskey. So I'm like, okay, click, hang up. Now I know. Dude ain't at the Chevron. He's at the liquor store just past the Chevron in the next little strip mall, right? So I go up there, see the fire chief backed up, pull into the parking lot. Garage Hermit and I make eye contact as I pass him, and then I back in and park next to the fire chief, right? Get out, walk around. I'm talking with the chief. Garage Hermit calls me. So no joke, dude, verbatim, this is what I say. Excuse me, Chief. He's actually calling me from right across the parking lot right now. Give me, give me two seconds. Yeah, sure, dude. No problem. Why are you calling me when I'm directly across the... Look left, mother... Y'all fill in the blank on that one. He looks <laughs> left. He looks left, and this is what I get. Right? He's got his, he's got his phone in his hand right here. He's got a cigarette like this. He looks left, and he goes... <laughs> Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? So I'm talking with the chief. I convinced the chief to let me take him, right? Because he's like, dude, I'm I'm calling like PD as you're parking and I'm walking over and I'm like, just just cancel it. I got him to cancel. So I walk over to Garage Hermit. And here's where I, I could have shared this already, but just wanted to let you. Let this sink in how bad the situation was before I told you this part. Some bitch is in my fucking car. Ooh. My Honda. He has helped himself to it. I've let him borrow it for work for the last two and a half months or so because of the gas mileage because it gets 34, 35 miles a gallon. And his little shitty car gets, you know, his Nissan gets 12, <laughs> right? So uh, he's got a Nissan Pathfinder from like 1940, 
<laughs> it's older than dirt, dude. Um, so I get him in the car, drive him home, and to make a even longer story short, evicted him from the premises. And it took it took an hour. It took me walking back to the liquor store uphill both ways <laughs> getting in my truck getting home plus an additional 40 or so minutes just for him to grab one thing off of the little bed area he had back there behind me and put it in his car i'd already gone inside i'd, I'd eaten dinner with my family I made him a plate. I put it on the bed. I said, you're going to want to eat this before you drive. You need to sober up. Took all my keys, took all my stuff, um, went into the the bathroom, got his soap, right? Grabbed a little Ziploc bag, turn it inside out, grab the soap, backside out, boom, hands stay clean, right? That was the only thing he had in the house. Throw it down next to his food. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You need to be packing. The worst part, I had a little bit of a conversation with him after he'd sobered up a little bit, right? This is now probably two and a half hours after the ordeal, maybe three hours. Um, by no means sober, right? But he's sober-ish in comparison. Uh, and I told him straight up, I'm like, dude, you, you got a problem. You need help. I'm an alcoholic. It's okay to admit it. You're an alcoholic. And this is what's going to happen. You are going to do exactly what you did today, except it's going to be in your vehicle, not mine, because you ain't you ain't here no more. My my car ain't yours. It's, it's not even up for you to borrow. You're going to be in your vehicle, and you're either going to get yourself killed or you're going to kill somebody else. And as many times as you're saying sorry right now, you're going to be real sorry when you run that person over. And you got a long time to think about it when you're in prison for the rest of your life for it. Mm -hmm. Like, dude, I mean, he was begging, practically begging me, you know, can I stay till Saturday? I can't go to this other place till Saturday. Nope. Nope. Can I just stay tonight? Nope. Get your stuff. Get out. The worst part, the absolute worst part, and I was talking with my wife about this earlier today, is I've come to the realization now that my friend is from what I've seen in the last handful of months, three months or so, 83 days. My friend up here is gone. Looks like my friend, sounds like my friend, completely different person inside. It's a stranger on the street. Weird. So, um, he texts me today asking me if I could take his dog until Saturday because, you know, he's got nowhere for the dog to stay and she can't stay in the hotel that he's at unsupervised and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, no, dude, no, that's not my problem to figure out for you. It's your problem to figure out. Sorry. You know, my wife, well, we, my wife and I, we were talking about that because he'd asked about the dog and that's when I told her at like a stranger could be walking down on our street right now in front of the house. Hey, can you watch my dog till Saturday? No, I don't know you. <laughs> That's basically where my mind's at now. And it's sad because yeah, he's been, 
he's been a phenomenal friend for i mean he's one of my best friends man i've known the guy for 12 years ish <sighs> y'all ready to do something happy yeah from happy nick told a great. creepy story i told a sad story ferris you got something happy <laughs> Ferris is over nope. there on mute. Nope. <laughs> I, mean, I, don't, I don't have anything crazy or sad or bad either. So that's that. Then well, that's, that's happy. Good. That's yeah. happy. Yeah, I mean, I it's kind of funny, man. It, it, it got me thinking today and especially with a bunch of stuff that's been happening at work the last you know week or so. We all have a tendency and I know there's a word for it and I, I, I've actually looked up this word and I can't remember what it is, but we all have a tendency of getting in our own little universe inside of our heads. And we forget that there's 8 billion people on the planet. Mm -hmm. As bad as we think our day just went, someone probably had a worse one. Oh, well, most likely, especially now. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. I saw, um, I saw an NBA today on the way home. That was pretty bad. They're having a bad day. Yeah. Yeah, it was like a um, full-size skinny cab, well, actually a crew cab pickup truck that um, – I'm not one of those that take pictures of um, wrecks. I'll mm -hmm. look. I mean, everybody rubbernecks a little bit, but – Yeah, by the yeah. time you finally get there, you might as well take a look. Well, yeah, I looked because, I mean, it was it was something you don't see every day. Um, it involved a, a big truck and a pickup. The pickup was a – big truck was – Kind of in the ditch, you know, upright and all that. But the big uh -huh. truck was probably from the freeway, or yeah, freeway to the tree line where he was, probably thirty yards, something like that. Wow, pretty good distance. And the it was upside down, and the hood of the truck was up the tree, and the the truck was like standing up. Damn, and it was all Whoa. crushed up and everything. So it, somehow it spun and landed. <clears throat> on this big bull pine and it was at kind of at an angle with it you know thought that much so here's a tree you know it was like that wow <laughs> a lot of a lot of um emergency units not just you know police officers so apparently somebody was uh doa or passed when they got there early probably it was pretty bad probably that truck rolled a lot but for it to left to rest like that was pretty interesting um it's kind of like, kind of like the anomaly of, of tornadoes. How I can take pine straw and yeah, put it through, yeah, boards and stuff. You know, yeah, uh, just just weird. Um, I'll probably find out because I think it was a, I want to say it was a paper truck that uh, frequents the meal that I work at, thing like that. But wow, we'll probably well, there's another tomorrow. positive story. <laughs> yeah, yeah man man we ain't nothing but debbie downers today sorry uh, about that y'all well, I, well, I hope everybody survived well dang all right so you made you made mention earlier brian yeah, yeah we went the wrong it. way with let's get vocal we told the wrong stories today fellas <laughs> let's how about, how about we take a little let's do a commercial profit. break yeah yeah here's a word yeah. from our sponsors the coast to coast podcast Hey, Yo. welcome. What's going on, y'all? I'm Nick. 
And I'm Brandon. And we have just kicked off season four of our podcast, Coast to Coast. That's right. In this season, we'd like to invite those of you that are on Smule, the online karaoke app, to join us for a little fun, some good old wholesome banter, and a whole lot of music and conversation. Throughout the season, as a Smule guest, you will also be entered to win recognition in several podcast and Smule-related categories. Hell yeah. Some of these categories are going to be most viewed episode, funniest guest, and best vocal cover overall, just to name a few. That's right. All you got to do is click the link below, fill out the form, hit submit, and someone will reach out to schedule a date that's best for you. And we can't wait to have you on the show. So come on now, click that link below, fill out the form, hit submit, and let's get vocal. Dude, this is going to be fun. ready hey real quick before we uh before before we wrap up i want to know down in the comment section if anybody can relate to what's been going on so far everybody has crazy days let us know all about it i want to see them not not from like a morbid way but like let's get the community involved here come on or you know what would be really cool before we before we do the thing instead of doing regular comments would still do those but if you got something like if you want to comment on what brandon just said and it's a bit much for a comment do a tiktok comment and then tag coast to coast in it yeah do that that'd be neat yeah stitch Stitch. duet or them rather do all kinds of stuff get involved y'all we want to hear from you i'm not affiliated with coast to coast on tiktok we do have some uh, rather what? fun stuff coming up next, right? I think yeah, right we are going to be a liar. <laughs> yes, we do. We got a little bit of Let's Get Vocal uh, Homegrown songs. Homegrown. Homegrown. So, coast to coast Phone gonna, home. Uh, as the producer, I'm going to preface this as we've got some songs. We've, we've gone through three rounds of a competition. We've mentioned it on other podcast we've had people on so, yep. you know lovely guests that have won first place in the first two rounds working on the yep. third one yep. um as a guest so these fine gentlemen decided they want to join the comp as as if you've been keeping up then you know that um i'm not going to say the results are they could tell you that when they're talking about this the the sound bites we've got coming up but so we've got a few songs here from each round from each each of these gentlemen and uh we'll just go over them and and see what y'all think and then comment on him too you know if well Brandon let's sucks and let him know he sucks oh i'm like terrible that. i'm absolutely that. terrible but let's also not forget ferris there was a uh an a comp admin entry as well have we found that as have we found that too oh i didn't look for that oh how convenient i, have, I, had, I had two okay I, I didn't do this last round <laughs> i didn't do this last round i i, I just ran out of time it, i just had other things going oh, on like, okay and it was mm-hmm. a really easy challenge you know it's basically any song you wanted to do that's you know that's really what it was it's stuck in your head and there's a lot of songs that stuck in your head so like i said it was wide open i, didn't I get it. the weirdest song stuck in my head i kept anyway. going back to baby shark and i was not gonna do that. golly no no, but I th- I legitimately thought about doing the bear hunt song because my daughter's so into that oh, bear yeah. hunt thing on YouTube now. 
going on a bear hunt. Doom, doom, doom. I got my binoculars. All right, well, let's let's scared. kick off this first let's one. Let's go. Let's get vocal. Ooh, what in the world? He looks look at that. Look off. at that. Look at those gorgeous, luscious locks. <laughs> Makes me miss my hair. Well, I caught my wife with another man. It does. Ninety-nine on a prison farm in Georgia close to the Florida line. Well, I've been here for two long years before I finally made the warden my friend. And so he sentenced me to a life of ease taking care of old Red. Now old Red, he's the damnedest dog that I've ever seen. He got a nose that can smell a two-day trail. He's a four-legged dragon machine. You can consider yourself mighty lucky to get past the gators and the quicksand beds. This is the weirdest rap ever. But all these years that I've been here, ain't nobody got past This is dedicated to the staff. Oh, never mind. Him warden saying, come on, somebody, why don't you run? Oh, Reggie Jim, have a little fun. Get my lantern, get my gun. Riddle every tree before the morning comes. Well, I paid off the garden, slipped out a letter to my cousin up in Tennessee. <laughs> and he brought down a blue tick hound. She was birdie as she could be. Birdie. Well, they've been her up in the swampland. About a mile just south of the gate. And I take old Red for his evening run. I just drop him off and wait. And the warden saying, come on somebody, why don't you run? Oh, Red, did you have to have a little fun? Get my lantern, get my gun. Riddle of your tree for the morning comes. Now, old Red got really used to seeing his lady every night and so I kept him away for three or four days and waited till the time got right I made my run with the evening sun and I smiled when I heard him turn right out cause I was headed north to Tennessee and old man was headed south and the warden saying, come on somebody, why don't you run? Oh, Reggie Jim, have a little fun. Get my lantern, get my gun. Riddle every tree for the morning comes. Now there's red-haired blue ticks all in the south. Love got me in there and love got me out. <laughs> I know. How in the hell you weren't you like literally disqualified for all that talking? Oh, dude, I, I, so it was Ferris, do you, Ferris, can you speak about the uh, 
about any of that stuff, like the the rules and all that. Oh yeah, because there's there's supposed to be a minimum <laughs> of it was like one minute, one and a half minutes or so. Yeah, I think it was a minute and thirty. Yeah, of and I, uh, actual singing. Yeah, I've I've got the note right here. Uh, it says, and I quote, and I did get a one point deduction. Only fifty one seconds of actual singing requirement is a minute and a half. <laughs> so I mean, you Nick, didn't just you didn't just get close to it. You were dude, like far away. From oh, that. I was way off. But Nick, I, there's a there's a reason why I did that. You know, they allowed us to do a bonus song that was worth one point. And I'm like, you know what? I'm doing the bonus to make up for the point that I'm about to lose. So I did the bonus. I got my bonus point. So the deduction basically was negated, right? So there's a little bit of strategy into that because. I now, did you, you did you realize, heck, did you realize that you were going to get that deduction and it would balance out? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah, he was expecting it. No, when uh, when when it came out, because the whole thing, the the premise of round one was to sing a song that had you know an animal in it. For example, dog, whale, cat, unicorn was allowed, dragon was allowed, and the very first song that came to mind for me was All Red. Right, me too. Um, that was mine too, and then I backed out of it. <laughs> I know you did. You should have both done it. I mean, and I, dude, legitimately, I I was serious, and I I think I even posted it in the competition main chat. I'm like, wouldn't it be funny if we all did the same song? Just a hundred yeah, entries, a hundred entries of nothing but old red. Look at it this way, Nick. If you'd have done old red, and and use the same track as you know, it was clean, you wouldn't have had a you wouldn't have got a deduction. deduction. You would have sung the whole thing, and you would have been. You would have scored better than, than me. <laughs> well, that's oh, dude, I got, I got fucking I got lit, 43rd. He barely got, he got less than a minute of singing in, and he only gets one point deducted. Yeah, I got this ghost vocal that you got to like, gonna Now, I'm not going to get into the math of that, but anyway, we'll that for, yeah. Yeah, we're not going to hound. We're I not going to turn this into a let's hound Ferris. This is a let's get Oh, you're not going to hound me. Oh, no, I'm not hounding. I'll just be like, I'm voicing my voice. I will say, <laughs> I, I will say, I like the that way you awesome. did the chorus in that. I like that. It was nice. oh, thanks. You you didn't like the uh, you didn't like the verses. It was weird. It was, I, it was I, weird. I, did. I liked I liked it. I liked it all. I thought it was a great rendition. And you I said you're going to do something too. nobody ever heard, and you did. I that was the thing, dude. So as soon as I thought all red, right? I'm like, okay, how can I make this stand stand out? from every rendition of Old Red that anybody's ever done. And my brain started processing the story, right? Well, if you listen to the lyrics of the song, it's kind of, he's telling the story of how he got out, yeah. right? So my brain goes, okay, I'm this old guy, right? I'm old, I'm gray, right? Sitting at but the I'm, bar, talking but I'm, about. But I'm smart, and I got some young buck or whatever that's like, hey, How'd you do it? Right. And I was just sitting there thinking to myself, I'm like, how would this guy tell the story? He'd be, he'd be hunched over the table. He's got his drink in one hand, right? Cigarette. He's, got a, he's got a cigarette in the other. And he's just, well, and, and I just, I voiced it on that very first well part. I just, mm. Well, 
And I'm like, oh, dude. Okay, so he's got to have a little bit of a southern accent. He's got to do this and that and the other. He's got to sound rough around the edges. And then if I do this and I tell the story in this way, the chorus has to have that, like, rock growl, you know. Oh, red, what I was hitting. You know, it's got to have – it's got to be, like, rock and roll kind of. Um, and that's you know, basically it. What that was basically cool? it, dude. That was the thought process. Is if you would have done it like David Allen Coe does the ride where he talks and sings some. When when he sings, it's mm -hmm. not like when he sings the chorus like you did that, he sings it. But a lot mm -hmm. of that song he's like in and out of just talking, like he's telling the story. Mm -hmm. If you would have done it like that, but when you did sing, you still had to sing with that voice you used. I thought we were gonna do the chipmunk voice when you said it had something planned. I really did. <laughs> chipmunk voice. <laughs> I thought I thought to myself I was I was a little let down when I heard that whale. I'm like, oh, sorry for whale. Well, I had an this... idea real quick. I wish my Mackie was closer because I had an idea for doing uh, a layer. Uh -huh. So you sing, but then on the back layer, you have the volume low. And as you're singing through the line, you keep turning the volume up little by little. So by the end of the line, it's present. Oh, so it like matches or whatever? At the end of the line, it's yeah. like same same volume, so it's like a double U kind of a, like like. Well, it's like U's. double U, but your main layer, your your lead is normal, but the behind it starts yeah. low, it gets louder and louder through the line. I wonder what that that'd be cool. Like. That'd be hard to pull off. You'd have to like memorize what your gain was at and what your input was at, and just have to get it exactly to there. Literally, that'd be cool though. Yeah, I, lots of notes. Dude, I know you need like, to try that. You need to try I know, that. Like Nick. the last guest we had, um, Alif, 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 she apparently, obviously, she mentioned she took lots of notes, like she would write down what settings and all that for each layer and all that. So you have mm -hmm. to do that when you're doing those types of things, like you're talking mm -hmm. about Brandon's right to get it just right, yep. and then eventually it becomes muscle memory. You already know, you kind of already know, okay, this is layer five, I'm doing this, I need to put it on this, you know. Um, well. Yeah. I'm going to keep doing, I normally, I only, like I was telling Ferris earlier, I only do layers in conf because they make you. <laughs> Fair but enough. I think I'm going to start doing them in my solos just to get used to it because uh -huh. I, I'm like, I know a lot of people don't like all, they just want to do their super studio, but I feel like I'm getting good at like meshing different effects and making it work. It's You're getting good neat. at blending yeah. the effects, yeah. I think. You're oh, definitely yeah. getting good at blending the effects. Me, I have a tendency. I stay with Super Studio. Um, I don't use any of the Smule effects, really. Uh, the only effect from the Mackie that I'll mess around with on Smule is pretty much setting 12, which is uh, delay plus reverb. Um, and that's it, because I'm boring. Uh, but I don't like doing all the big production you kind of to fill in every single gap of you know music where there's no lyric being sung with oohs and ahs and ad-libs and all that and then you're done and you've got eighty six thousand yeah. layers i'm not that guy mainly because one i don't have enough time for that and two i generally usually don't care for how it sounds when it comes out. And I've listened to previous comps where people have done that. Ah, oh, yeah, I got 37 layers on this bad boy. And then you listen to it, and it's like, okay, your main melody, yeah, it sounds good. 
But, dude, you got so much going on in the background. It's just confusing. And then they still end up scoring, you know, top three. It's like, how? Well, I don't really like it either. Like I told, we were first taught this before you got on here, that there are songs that just it doing layers don't fit. They're not meant mm-hmm. to be layered. Mm-hmm. But if I'm going to do more comps, I might as well learn how they want them done and get good at doing that. So mm-hmm. I can, you know what I'm saying? <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. But absolutely. It's funny because <clears throat> when we had uh, Alephon, she said, the, we asked her about the doing the layers, whatnot. She says, it depends. If it's a real production, I do all this. But if it's just a simple song, I'll only do like 10 or just, just 10 or 13 layers. I'm like, people that say they will 10 only or 13. do. Like only. only. <laughs> that see, ten or thirteen. That's no. I'm lucky. I shouldn't say I'm lucky. I should say comp judges are, are lucky to get any more than four to six layers out of me. Yep. I did like, six in that last rock comp, and it's just because they made yeah. me do it, and it was not easy to put. Well, six and layers that's in. that's the thing, though, dude. Like it's it's not for a lack of creativity by any by any means. For me. I'm really weird and really finicky when it comes to the bass layer. And for me, the bass layer is the melody. It's the very first layer I ever lay down. And then I knock the volume to be just right where I want it to be. And I build everything off of that. I know, I know there's people out there that they'll do, you know, I'll do a low harmony layer first and then I'll go in and do a high harm and then I'll do my melody. Nope. I can't do that. I got to do the melody. I don't see Um, how you do that because it seems to me like it'd be harder way harder i can't blind i can't yeah i can't blind harm to save my life dude at all but the thing about me is whenever i do a comp entry i do it almost like a single take um like like when we were doing the single take challenge in the uh bartender competition um except i try to do it as perfectly as possible so i'll straight up retake that main base layer 60 times if i have to because i'm gonna start and finish and it's gonna be as near perfect as i can possibly get anyways moving on we got another one right ferris we got nick yes we do oh god <laughs> always use that picture. yeah see this is a song like i'm talking about this song really ain't great with layers I had never heard this until I heard you submit this. Stay with me, play with me, stay with me! 
Look at Ferris smiling. He's so entertained right now. Hell yeah, son. smiling because I'm like his dog ain't he ain't singing that song to his dog (laughs) (laughs) that song right there was my best scoring song in a comp ever that thing scored really well before the three points were taken (laughs) (laughs) now let me guess um you're the one that ended up uploading that track to Smule too huh yeah it used to be on there and it was gone so I had to re-upload it what are you gonna do Ferris's fault. Yeah, I'd never heard that song. Yeah. I'll go ahead and okay. So, so from a staff standpoint, I'll tell you I'll, for the viewers if we have any. Um, if we have any, <laughs> if we get any, what? That's why we save our shit for last. There's a yeah. There's a there's a rule, a rule. There's a deduction uh, rule that uh, includes having what's called background vocals on the pre-existing track. So these tracks mm-hmm. are basically karaoke tracks, and a, a lot of them have the harms built in just like on the regular song and they just take out the lead vocal and a lot of them some of them don't and you got to find the ones that don't because this particular comp group is and uh, and sometimes that sometimes that hunt for one that doesn't have any background vocals on it takes a long time and then ultimately if you know how it like nick does upload himself and and use an ai generator or whatever to shave off all he can and sometimes there's stuff <laughs> left over so there's a there's basically a no tolerance for this this one for any kind of background vocals so you've got regular bold background vocals and you've got what's called ghost vocals yeah and they're just a sliver of sound you can barely hear i won't get into any more of that but that's that's basically what nick got pinged for with that song so it took a song from what was it nick it, it dropped you three points it was just under 22 Ended up at eighteen point eight or something. Yeah. yeah. So that's what happens. I mean, it it it's like Brandon's conscious decision to say, well, yeah, because because I remember if if Nick hadn't had that deduction, you would have scored higher than me. It, no, it, he would have been right below you, just barely. Really? Yeah, like but it was, spots oh, yeah. I thought he was. was I thought he would have been just above. I thought no. he would have been like one place above me. No, but but 
the thing is, you know, we we celebrate, we've been celebrating those that win first place, but in reality, in, in a comp like this, if you're top twenty in the first oh, yeah. round, you know, you're you're doing really well. Even top thirty out of eighty people, that's 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 better than fifty percent of them. Okay, especially in an inception round where you don't really know what the judges are, are really looking for, even though everything's laid out there for you, what we're judging by, right? Yeah. Which is helpful. Um, then. If you're if if you the, the rankings don't really matter as long as you get above the red line, which is the D, mm -hmm. the, the the DQ line where you didn't quite get to that, you know what we're cutting to whether it's 80, 60, 40, 20, whatever. Um, so that's all that matters. You above that line. If you're one above it, you made it because mm -hmm. next yep. week you could be top ten with your song because you found the perfect mm -hmm. mixture of everything. You just doesn't. Yeah. There are some people that if if judged correctly, they're going to be kind of in the same area all the time. Um, you got the same top five or ten, same top fifteen, same top twenty-five. You know, whatever. It kind of works that way. Sometimes you'll have some creep up and then drop down, but mm -hmm. in a in a in a well-run comp, put it that way. Because ones that aren't, there's no telling where it's a it's a it's a vocal roulette of where yeah. you're going to end up. Right, anyway. right. It's like spin the wheel. Who made it through? Well, <laughs> I found comps, I found the. Go ahead, Nick. All the other comps I've done. I would get through the first two or three rounds, but I was always like two songs just above the red line. Like I was just in. Mm -hmm. And in this one, when the 18.8 come, I was like, I was expecting it to not score right. Cause I was like, they're going to get me with creativity or something. Cause that song is not one you really do. The guy has no harms in that song originally. There's no harming in it. It's uh -huh. just, you know, it's a rock song. Yeah. And so I get to 18.8. I was like, well, I thought it'd be a little higher. I knew it'd be under the red line, but. So I wanted to see how they scored because, of course, with this comp, you get to see what they actually scored. They break it down. Yeah, which is nice. I and love I go, the transparency. I go into it, and everything was just tenths away from good. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I was yeah. like, holy shit. Even creativity was, like, right up. I'm like, <laughs> wow, really? Yes, and then I see the big negative three, and I'm like, son of a ah, bitch. I no. actually scored, like, really well for once. I was up there. For me, you did a good job on that song, Nick. And and I'm oh, not yeah. the only that thinks that you know it's from the ones that matter. Put it that way. Um, but it is what it is, and it is we've had is. conversations about it. But yeah. so I, I I did find my the bonus song you were talking about. Oh, was not judged um, because it was a staff hype song, and a lot of comps do that. For again, for those that don't know what we're talking about, but a lot of comps will encourage staff members to to follow the same rules as the contestants and submit a song Hell um, yeah. that pertains to it. It's it's a way for us to interact. And and honestly, I'm okay with people saying, hey, you're 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 judging me, but you put that out. Yes, I am, because I don't have to worry about getting judged like you do. Right. You know? Right. Well, and the other <laughs> but, thing too, there's people out there that can't carry a tune in a bucket when they sing, they but can damn see, can they, can, they can hear. They can, yeah. They got the I, ear I for it. Absolutely. And we've mentioned that a lot on mm -hmm. on these shows, and, and mm. it's just dead wrong if you think opposite. If you think that somebody that can't sing can't judge or can't judge can't sing, yeah. you, you you need to meet some more people. You don't know oh, yeah. people. Oh yeah, they're out there. Absolutely. I don't have a picture to show for this thing, so I'm just gonna. I guess I, I don't know what I'm gonna do. <laughs> Figures. <laughs> I don't. I don't have pictures of me. He so. doesn't keep embarrassing yeah, photos do. of himself, Nick. Just good. us. I got no, you pictures don't of you with all the rubber bands in your hair. Weirdo. <laughs> Creeper. <laughs> Why do you got pictures of me? You sent them to me when I was trying to make line stickers. I did not send anything to you like that. Absolutely. 
Hmm. I vaguely remember something about a wig. Yeah. A wig. A wig. Mm. There's Baldy. There's mm. an old man looking Ferris. There's a bunch of different things. You got a bunch of them, huh? Am I the only one that doesn't keep blackmail photos of staff? Super creep. Super creep. Yeah, yeah. Super creep. Oh. (laughs) Where's the song at? Yeah, without further ado, Ferris, everybody. Hold on. Edit. Oh, he's he's editing on the fly, so we're going to have to edit this out. You know what I like about that song too? There's not a ton of them like that, but I, I kind of like these songs that start off where the verse is sung like the chorus, and then the chorus is like the verse, where it's belting first and then normal, and then belting instead of the other way around like it normally is. Okay. I hear you. I mean, if we're going to edit this out, I'm going to join on my phone and go have a smoke. I'm I'm ready now. And I'm going to rock out while... On the phone. You're gonna go out and have a smoke during the podcast? What a weirdo! Hey, hey, we don't gotta take a commercial break. All you gotta worry about, buddy, let me in the room. I'm ready. <laughs> <laughs> this way, deal with folks. All right. <laughs> oh, that's a fancy picture. January's always bitter But Lord, this one beats all The wind ain't quit for weeks now And the drifts are ten feet tall I've been all night Driving heifers closer into lower ground. Then I spent the morning thinking about the ones the wolves pulled down. Charlie Barton and his family. Stop today to say goodbye. Said the bank was taking over. The last few years were just too dry. See, Ferris is the one with real talent, y'all. I promised that I'd visit. When they found a place in town Then I spent a long time thinking About the ones the wolves pulled
Very nice. Can I just I say, Ferris pulls up embarrassing pictures of us and then puts out a portrait of himself. I have. I know, right? He's got like an album cover on there. Did you guys see that? Put that picture back up quick, just for a second. Like an album cover. Yeah. What a turd. Mr. Fancy. <laughs> what are we looking at? Is it just me guy? or at the far right of that picture across the, the river or whatever it is, Greek thing? I see what looks like the reflection of American flag. What is that? So you talk about the 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 two poles and it looks like some yeah. kind of a grid on top of it. So that yeah. is a, that's in a town uh, called Natchitoches, Louisiana. That's the uh, the Cane River. Um, I actually wrote a song about that river. Anyway, um, that's a during the Christmas time they do lights on the other side of the river and then fireworks, mm. all kinds of stuff. So that's like a it's, it's actually lights, I believe. If I'm not mistaken. It just stays up all year. Hmm. Well, that makes or it's sense. at least the frame or whatever. Where the heck is your okay. fishing pole? I actually had it with me. Dude, he was day. he was posing he was posing for the album cover, bro. That's exactly <laughs> what I did. Yeah, exactly what I was doing. No, I just I forget who took that picture, by the way. Look at him oh, over God. there with the with those chesticle muscles and everything. You probably yeah, look at that guy. That's back when I was in selfie. shape. You were taking a self portrait. No, actually, there was about there was about twelve people down there. We were, we were all they were behind here. You can't see it, but they're actually were renovating some some of the grounds there. And uh, on the other side of it, there's like a, there was like a little nature walk or whatever. Yeah. And they were all taking pictures down there of each other and all that. I just walked over there and sat down. I was actually there was actually somebody standing right behind me. I was talking to him. We were looking across at a house, and somebody I can't remember who took that shot, but. I cannot believe you're wearing a visor. It's it's a good photo. Hey, what's wrong with the visor? Yeah, what's wrong with the visor? Ain't nothing wrong with the visor. I don't have any anymore. I had like I used to have like five or six of those things. Oh. Ain't nothing wrong with the visor. Yeah, so long as you got a, so long as you got the fanny pack to go with it. I had that too. <laughs> Kidding. <laughs> I had the one that went over the shoulder with the bag right here. Oh, the Merce. Gotcha. No, I didn't have that either. <laughs> Not cool enough. Not uh 
secure enough. <laughs> I'm not secure you know, at first I thought Ferris cheated and I thought the uh the background vocals on that, you know, the harmonies and everything were built into the song and then I then I heard some things and I went, Oh no, okay, that's fair. So I uh, so they did. There was background, but it was one one background vocal and I added two more to it. So yeah. Not do cheater, not do like cheater, that. Punk cheater. That's a three Again, point you can deduction. All you want. Okay, I'm it's eliminated. Three point deduction, Ferris. You're out. You're, out. You're, You're out. eliminated. It's okay. It's done. Ferris that's now, like it, the second or third thing one. you told me about this evening that you cheat. <laughs> it is. <laughs> it is. I was telling a story about playing the softball league. Yeah. I was it started out where my daughter had a game tonight, and there's one girl on the opposing team, and this is nine and ten year old. This girl looks like she's fifteen. Uh, I mean, pitches like she's fifteen, tall like she's fifteen carries herself like she i mean it's just you look at the you know nine and ten year old girls they're giggly right in the yeah. dugouts and all that and and all of, she didn't do that she's like she's just like stone-faced i'm here to ball. win yeah and i'm not saying she was yeah. but she looked that way and then i told him another story about me playing men's league how we had a, a they won guy. the season because they cheated yeah <laughs> we, we got first place in the division because we had so you had to be at least 17 liability reasons to play ball with that that league and um this guy was 16 i didn't know it until after a couple mm. games in the season and we debated it and i got kind of overruled well, we're not gonna say anything we're just gonna let it go because he's younger like he's not like older and and lots of experience yeah and then then found out that he had been playing ball since he was like five <laughs> baseball and uh-huh jader yeah. and Jeter, he never Jeter. had the so what we we lucked out because we never had the opportunity to really show what he really could do. But I was telling Nick, and I don't know what the distance was on the softball fields. It wasn't like a baseball field, you know, from home plate to, to yeah. the fence. It was a lot shorter, but he could throw the ball 20, 20, 25 foot from the fence to home plate, flat, 15, 20 it. foot height. boy. I mean, he just had a good arm. But uh, anyway, enough about that. Ready for another song? That's all that so far. Ready for round yeah. two? Yeah, let's let's hit up round two. Round two. We'll start with we're gonna start with Nicholas this time. Ooh, Nicholas. 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 Let's see if I I can get the get the same the same photos. Dude, that's an awesome photo. That is Did actually we, a cool pretty, we a pretty go. cool picture. The wood grain's cool.
When we heard Mama holler, if you give me a dollar, I'll let you take a peek at these. Well, here's my dollar. Don't look now, your mama's got her boobs out, showing everybody in town. Faces turning red, we were wishing we were dead. There were people standing all around. When Mama gets a drink and there ain't much thinking, there's nothing anybody can do. Won't you hope and pray there never comes a day when my mama's out drinking with you? Won't you hope and pray there never comes a day when my mama's out drinking with you? Dude, so here's a new bird opening up down the road. What's your mama up to? What's your mom up to? <laughs> <laughs> Real quick. <laughs> Real quick. Hey, it makes round, you smile. Round it. two. Round two. The caption on the uh the picture that we had to use was uh let's be friends. And it was socializing and making friends. Now get this, <clears throat> y'all. Your challenge. Sing a friendly, happy song that makes people smile. Choose a song that you would sing to someone that fits your personality in a positive way. Uh Nick. I absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> I went a I went a completely different route with that, y'all. You'll you'll hear it, but dude, that song is hilarious. Yeah, a lot of people loved it. I got a lot of music. On that. Oh, dude, you did, and you did it justice, bro. Like with all the ad libs and all that, it, it was. <laughs> but you know right. what? That did not score very well. Without there, the three was, point, did you I still would have made it if I didn't get the three point deduction again? Again, <laughs> dude, what is it with you and these deductions? Stop uploading songs, Nick. But it didn't. Score it is well defense that, that ghost vocal. One. The ghost vocal in the second that song was actually way less than the first. In the first one, I mean, one and still, still it, me. but it was kind of sandwiched in in the areas where there was no like you didn't sing, and it kind of stood yeah. out a little bit. But you really couldn't hear it until you listened to the actual track without his voice on it. So yeah. it is what it is. You gotta... I still think I did really good on that. I think I I think good. that song is awesome. I thought my harms were actually pretty good in that too. There were Dude, there were, were and um, you were blended. Your your volumes were good. Uh your blending was good. I like it. I like it. I will say since you're since Nick is out of this thing and Brandon's still I don't know if we said that, Brandon's still in, in I'm still I'm still competing. Yeah, yeah. I'm out. As far as Nick, I'm currently between the two song. songs, I thought the first one was way better than this one. I mean, like, really? way better. Yeah, from mm -hmm. all from all the aspects, from I don't know the name all because I can't remember them all. But anyway, um, all the categories that this one, this one you could have <laughs> done better on. I know you could have done better. Not like you're never gonna well, get better at it. You know in my defense, I had just learned it and I only sung it like a couple times. Well, see, that's all I was gonna say about the the song that I did, Wolves. I, I I'm a big Garth Brooks fan, okay, and I had never even heard that song. Okay, before. so now you just eliminated my good excuse because you sang. <laughs> You're a dick. I, I mean, well, no, I'm just saying I I didn't. I, I wanted a different song to do. Um, it's an opportunity for me as as one that's not gonna get judged. I'm not in the comp. I'm I'm working the comp. So, kind of put myself out there and do one I've never heard. And I'd heard about the song, but I never heard it. So mm -hmm. long story short, I learned it in like twenty four hours. Just I never just, never heard it until you you put it up. For yeah, that round. It just anyway. So I know where you're coming from. It can when you just learn a song. No, it's, you damn well don't. <laughs> yes, I do. How do you know what I what perception? You saying fine, hey, Nick, Nick, no. Nick. 
Nichols. Yeah. He wasn't being judged. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't being judged. That's why I was a bad example of that MVPs back in there. So, uh, the cheater. I knew the cheater pumpkinator. So let's hear this little bit of a is this is this a basically this is a gender bender kind of song is i so yeah so mine is is definitely a gender bender i went with a uh, mm. a female vocalist um because i i really got into that part where it was uh describes your your personality you know in a positive way yeah that's that's what i was really trying to hit on um and to me I even put it in the description of the song on Smule. I think I wrote in there. I said, it's and not the tempo. It. It's the story. Um, He's like, hey, most, hey, Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because most people, <laughs> they think about a, you know, happy song that makes people smile. They're like upbeat, you know, um, fast tempo, all that kind of. I'm like, it's not the tempo. It's the story. You got to listen to the end. So that's kind of, yeah. Anyway. If you get the emotional side of it, it'll make you smile, basically. What you're saying. Basically. Good. Basically. Good. If you can connect to the story, then it's it's a good story. And what was and it, before and we it play describes it. it describes me to a T because I've got a lot of faults that I battle with every day, and this song lists off a whole bunch of faults throughout. So the biggest deduction you could have for that being an error, what you were trying to accomplish, and somebody didn't get it, and they didn't smile, they weren't happy, what was, it would be what, uh, performance and maybe creativity, right? Performance for sure. Performance? So what was, do you remember um, what, what it was that you got? Yeah, uh, I got, I, was, dude, I started a, uh, I've been doing screenshots of them, and I started a PPS3 results thing on my phone. Um, so for performance, <laughs> performance, total performance score, I got 2.535 out of three possible, um, for originality, I got 1.685 out of two possible, um, timing and rhythm was 4.6 out of five audio quality, 4.475 out of five and, uh, vocal technique was 8.285 out of 10 for this song that we're going to listen to next. For a grand total of twenty one point five eight two five points out of a so the vocal the vocal ability was really that's kind of low, um not to not to the the vocal you. technique yeah, yeah I got uh for for pitch eight something yeah for uh I got eight point two basically for pitch I got three point one out of four breast support two point four five out of three dynamics one point eight nine out of two and uh, diction uh 0.84 out of a possible of one so not my pitch bad. not too bad my pitch was the lowest uh factor so people uh, that's that's how yeah. it's broke down what he just read you can actually see specifically in the subcategories mm -hmm. of of what you're where you're at um i don't anyway. like using the word diction that's just meant for the bedroom so this is this is kind of the graph i know it's my phone on the camera but hopefully y'all can see it yeah okay they, they, they call that the scorecard all we right, can so see it. It's just blurry. Let's play this thing and 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 let's see if the the viewers agree. Yeah, yeah. That damn picture. By the way, I like both these pictures of you gentlemen. They're my favorites. The personalities. I keep fighting voices in my mind that 
Show off. Huh? Show off. What? How? From Show the three off. minute on. From the three minute point on. Oh. Well, what I do? The rest of it was crap. No, I'm kidding. So I was <laughs> listening to that in my in my, <laughs> and um, I was I was obviously critiquing it in my mind. I wouldn't write anything down because I was driving, but I was listening. I, I like to do that. I like to listen to all the songs, just yeah. go through it one time and just kind yeah. of get a feel for I got it. A, I got an hour drive to work, so this whole yeah. time I've been listening to comp entries and whatnot, and I feel bad because I can't like it right then and there while I'm driving because all I can really do is just swipe real quick to the next one, you know? Yep. But in fact, um, in fact, I was listening to Nick's first round song the same way. And when he, he did that belt in at the end, yeah, I was like, yeah, you know, I was like, whoa, <laughs> it was yeah. the same thing with yours, you know? Um, And it was, I do that with everybody's song when they have that moment in it, if they give that moment, it depends on the song. I mean, yeah. Sometimes you have the same thing, but it's a it's a it's a constant feeling of man, this is really good what they're doing with it, you know. Mm -hmm. But it's a more of a mellow song in both those cases in, in his last round and the first round and then yours the second round. It had that oh not when I heard that you hit that note and like and then sustained it for the rest of the the whole minute. Just that mm -hmm. kind of stayed up there. I was like This is Brandon. That's <laughs> what he does, you know. That's what he does. I mean <laughs> Yeah, it was a good it was a good song i mean what what, what place did it get you um in in that round you remember um how many how many were in that round again Ferris? 538 no six yeah six, uh, it was four. it was still quite a bit um so that one got me 26th so the uh the first round i placed 43rd out of 80 or whatever so you're the lower 50 percent yeah and then this one out of i guess 60 uh 26th so for me i'm like okay i'm kind of staying middle of the pack ish which is which is cool because dude if, if y'all heard some of the people in this comp I, right. got, a, I got i got no business being in this comp. comp yeah i got yeah. no business being there and i think it's because but, um, all three of us are kind of the same when it comes to layering you know we just yeah i got I struggle with yeah, doing the production thing. I've got no interest in making it a full-blown production because I don't no. like that style of – I'm a simple kind of – I like the simplicity of music. Yeah. I like having minimal layers and getting your blending as close to just right as you – obviously that last song we just heard, uh, especially in the lower – the lower register vocals um, – those were really predominant a couple times. My mid-range harmony came through quite predominant uh, throughout the the majority of it. That was actually somewhat intentional, but it's it's funny for me because I always get docked on breath support, um, which two point four five out of three. That's that's not bad for breath support for me, but I do a lot of purposeful stuff where I run off and then I get super airy and then you right and you hear. You hear the air coming. I'm not out of air. I still have a shit ton of air. It's a stylistic choice. And then I always get docked on pitch too because for me, if I'm in the song and I'm like all up in my feels with it, my voice goes up and down and up and down and all over the fucking place. And I'll throw in every single vocal technique that I can possibly think of a tiny little bit of vocal fry, some hardcore 
you know, growl rock and roll type stuff in a song where it doesn't belong, right? To the to the normal person. Um, I'll get super quote unquote airy. And it sounds like I'm out of breath, but I'm not. Um, but that's because, and that's that's the reason for me why I do the main layer in one take is because it's the only way I can just let go and let my emotions, my true emotions take over in a song. So I'm glad emotion um, in here. Yep. I'm glad emotion is not in here because emotion is a category in a lot of smule competitions. Um, and Ferris, you and I are kind of on the same page where emotion should pretty much be originality and all that other kinds of good jazz. Right. Well, um, I think, we, I think we it talked about it before performance. Yeah. That, yeah, <laughs> we've, we've talked about it before. Um, what y'all get with a, with an entry from me, if I'm not in my feels, I ain't submitting it either A, until I am, if I'm dead set on doing the song, or B, until I find a different song. <laughs> um, and I will have entries where the vocals are a little bit subpar um, because I struggle with the song or whatever. But if I'm like just in it 100%, fuck it, I'm submitting it because I can't get any more emotional than I did in that take couple questions one first for nick um he was talking about the stylistic choice of an artist or a, mm -hmm. a vocalist like he, he he's always misunderstood with that and i'm gonna give an example with this question and it's probably a wrong one but it's because for me it, it i just don't get him i don't get this guy um but if 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 there was a a country comp because it is a country singer um mm -hmm. so we get it specific how do you think nick Willie Nelson would stack up with some of the folks on Smule if he was a no-name, like he just came out today mm -hmm. and just sang like he sings his typical stuff. Not his early day stuff, because that was that was like cookie cutter country. Yeah, it was like yeah, he kind of went into some other styles and stuff like that, but he he chipped out his own style. So that style he has now being stylistic, how do you think he would fare in in these hobby comps that we do? Probably not great. <laughs> Yeah. So not, so there there is great. a level there is a level of of judge right to perception or experienced opinion because you're always mm -hmm. gonna have when we were talking about emotion, um mm -hmm. you're always gonna have that level mm -hmm. of subjectivity. Yep. Have to minimize that. So I think it, early on it was like, okay, we're gonna take emotion out even as a subcategory and just let the judges that do the performance part of it the overall i'm in the audience how did your performance make me feel you know everything wrapped up into one let them handle that as a sidebar topic in their you know in their not necessarily scoring but in their their critiques because it yeah. can be construed a certain way by different recipients so yeah. it's really tough when you're when you're using emotion you're right there are a lot of comps that put it as a category mm -hmm. and yeah and when you when i've seen the last the latter comps that i was a part of whether it was staff or um as a contestant and i saw that as one of the criteria points that they were going to judge on i'm like mm -hmm. oh, okay yeah so i'm an emotional singer what i whatever i do you know, same um, same nick do you feel <clears throat> 
the same as a contestant with emotion? Is it that it's you you or you're mis misinterpreted when you sing? I know we've talked about it, but just for the viewer perspective, absolutely. There was a one of the first comps I was in had the emotion in there, and the third round I did a song, and when I was singing it, I freaking was into that song. I felt it. It was a Luke Combs song, mm-hmm. and they were like, "There's no emotion in this." I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> Threw me way. Well, off. and that's the that's the main flaw, I think. If you have emotion as a standalone category or even a subcategory, is as a contestant competitor whatever title you want to give it we're up in our feels when we're doing that um or at least i am and ferris says he's an emotional singer nick just admitted you know he did a comp entry where he was just in it to win it with the emotion the problem with that as a category is you never know as a contestant whether you're supposed to make the judges feel emotional or if they're yourself. trying to listen to whether or not you got emotional, it's always open to interpretation. It's never actually defined, mm-hmm. right? So, of course, as the quote-unquote performer, nine times out of ten, people are going to go, okay, mm-hmm. this is how I feel. This is what I'm going to convey. Hopefully they get it. And then the judge listens to it, and they don't get what you were trying to put out there because of everything Ferris just mentioned, which is why it's such a shit category. Uh, so what, yeah. y- what y'all did with, with overall performance. Um, I actually love the, the three subcategories, song choice, vocal imagery and arrangement. For me, when I see vocal imagery, my brain goes to, okay, can the judge see the story that's being sung in their, their mind's eye, so to speak. Right. Yeah, it's, um, it's it's more than that though. It's not just it starts there, but it's also can you take the emotion of the song and and allow it, it not allow um demand of your recipient whoever's listened to it that connection with with the the, the they, they can imagine themselves in mm-hmm. that. You know what I'm saying? Yet that mm-hmm. can they feel mm-hmm. the song? And again, that's that's up to the judge. Right. I mean, they have to if if I take if I'm a judge and you're singing a song that I just cannot stand. Right. You've got to change that song. Mm-hmm. You don't know that about me, but that's why mm-hmm. they that's why everything bleeds together. Mm-hmm. Like creativity or originality bleeds with overall performance because you have to get creative to get the points. But if you get creative and it works out well, now all of a sudden you've changed that mind of that judge and that song. I, I actually yep. like this song now. I like the way this was done. It's yeah. better than the original because well, I like and that it. and that's the that's the outcome for that judge. They still don't care for the original song, but damn it, they right, like your, but they you like your rendition, mind. right? Yeah. So let's do a little experiment. We've got two songs left. Okay, both round three. Nick would have been round three. He's doing it, you know, as you know, for this fun, um, just for the heck of it. Um, but Brandon, you're still in it, so I'm going to play Nick's first and then yours, and I want to see if if the emotional reception for each of us as individuals, how much they differ. Okay. okay. Being totally honest, right? That'll and, be fun. And, you know what I mean? How how you receive it, honestly. Yeah. Well, you let's that, do, um, we're doing round three, right? Yep. 
let me hold on. Let me pull up this note real quick, and we'll give everybody what the uh, what the and I must I must note too was. the first subcategory you mentioned, which was was round song choice, mm -hmm. and a lot of comps that's wide open again for interpretation. Did you hit mm -hmm. the nail on the head about the challenge? Did you did you cut like um the last one? You know, you know the make people happy thing you know mm -hmm. smile whatever that's that's that can be super subjective big yeah. time right but big this, time. because this for one... me for me for example songs that make me happy are slow ballads right i don't like up tempo super fast songs don't, don't get me wrong there's nothing wrong with ain't going down till the sun comes up garth brooks mm -hmm. i love that song i absolutely cannot stand the majority of up-tempo fast songs though there's a select few that i personally tolerate but i love slow ballads they they calm me down you're talking about listening or you're talking about trying to sing it both two different things. okay both it's my that's pretty favorite harsh thing. man that's a harsh stance on yeah on it's it's tempo for me it's it's my favorite kind of music to listen to and it's my favorite kind of music to sing which, um, not to give anything away, if I make it through this current round, I think everybody's going to be in for a surprise. Yeah, yeah. Just throwing that out there. But I'm ready when you are. Oh, oh, we got to do the thing. So um, this uh, this round that we're doing right now, these these songs from round three, it was all about distractions. And the prerequisite, the challenge, if you will, was to sing a song that gets stuck in your head all day. Um, I I can't speak for Nick. The song that I chose has been stuck in my head for two, three years. <laughs> I mean, it's it's a go to for me now. And and literally that 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 could be any song. So there was no there was no verification mm -hmm. process in that. It's like okay, yeah. well we don't know whether it gets stuck in your head. How do we know that? You know, but <laughs> yeah. uh, it's kind of a mid round mid mid comp freebie. Yeah, to try to you know, and and I like that. Like you get to. A lot of people, a lot of a lot of comps do that the first round or the last round, the finals. Yeah. They do whatever you want to do, you yeah. know, kind of thing. But they did it in the middle, in in this case. Um, well, and what and I liked about that was, for me, anyways. I mean, this was a top three, the the song that I chose to do, um, and it was almost an immediate decision, even with my brain going. But technically, I could do any song on the face of the planet. Nope, this yep. song this song's top three. So who we, we also with, should Nick? mention before we play it that if you remember each round's that Brandon read off, each round's challenge specifics, mm -hmm. it all has to do with autism and what autistic mm -hmm. people go through. It's trying to get you to understand that like in this round, um stemming, you know, focusing, hyper focusing mm -hmm. on something that mm -hmm. just it's mm -hmm. stuck with you. You know, that song won't leave your head, you know. Yep. Um so anyway, it is gonna... the the perfectly puzzled comp that we're in right now. It is you know for autism awareness, yeah, um, and it's it's majestic. It's awesome. Shout out to main stage comps. Shout out to Rebel Sky Radio. Hell yeah, partners in crime and some of this anyway. I love this comp. Even if I wasn't competing, if I was just like following along and listening to everybody and just reading all the information that comes through, I'd be a happy camper just doing that. Competing's right. more competing's more fun though, of course. Yeah. Singing. What is this song called? Oh, City Grown Willow. 
by radio company Jensen Ackles. Is that how you say that, Nick? Yep. Ackles? From Supernatural. From Supernatural. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Dean. Yep. Yep. Dean. Performed by Nicholas. Better. What in the... Where did that come from? <laughs> That's a good photo. You hear it? Mm-hmm. She wants to know the names of the games he plays. He wants the names of the players in the game to change. He's young in years, but wise in wonderful ways. Her faith in love is better on sunny days. City grown willow, unchain your pillow. Let the man from the mountain run away with your heart. Let the man from the mountain run away with your heart. He stokes the flames cause he is amused by the glow. She'd rather feel all of its warmth than watch the show. Holding the answer, he dances for the one he knows. His faith and love will last through wind, rain, and snow. City grown willow, unchain your pillow. Let the man from the mountain run away with your heart. Let the man from the mountain run away with your heart.
that was not well done. <laughs> Why do you say that? I don't know. It's it's going right that time around. Hmm. Okay. Ferris, you had a you had a question in the beginning. We were talking about emotion, right? Mm -hmm. Now, is the question whether I think Nick got all up in his feels, or if the song made me get all up in my feels? I think I think emotion in 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 my experience with comps and and judges and I might be skating on thin ice it might not be the norm way to think but if you get outside the box mm -hmm. to answer your question I think it should be the way if you feel like the the vocalist felt the song or not not necessarily that you felt it it should be the problem I agree that, the problem I with agree. that is again is trying to interpret mm -hmm. through vocal did he did did nick feel that did he feel it singing it and in understanding if you're if you're a lyrical understanding person did he match the lyrics with his emotion the storytelling um not necessarily did he get creative with his emotion that's not the job the creativity comes from what you add to it Again, creativity or originality is not whether it worked or not in that category. It's whether you added it or not. Yeah. He, in my opinion, Nick, you fell short on the creativity side mm -hmm. because there's a lot of dead music space, right? Mm -hmm. And that's just the way it is. Um, mm -hmm. You could have done all kinds of things in that. And yep. because you're not competing, I can tell you this. Um, but back to the emotion part, had you have added that, you could, you might, okay, so right now, in my opinion, I think you hit the nail on the head with a song as far as the lyrical emotion side for you. But I felt it too. And and that's not always going to be the case depending on the, the judge. Um, had you had added more originality to it, that might, that assessment might be different. Mm -hmm. If you went in and that's what's dangerous about, that's what's a gamble when you, and Brandon knows this, when you add all this extra stuff, are you still, it gets, it gets still, muddy. Yeah, are you still the emotional? Yeah. Um, are you an, are you an emotional basket case against the song's theme? Yeah. Or is that okay? And you went away from it, but the new emotion that you feel from the song mirrors that of the recipient, whoever it is, yeah. judge, whatever. It you never know. It's a gamble, you know, going that route, getting that deep into Man. it. To what answer you your question, Ferris. Um, well, I'll I'll just preface it with this: for me. If I'm looking at the emotion of a song, I have to listen to just the melody layer um, from both a performance standpoint and from a, a listening standpoint. Um, because, and the reason for that is because I have to take my own experience into account a little bit, right? Um, I only really emotionally connect with the melody uh, whenever I do any of the extras, as you will, right? That's all essentially calculated mm -hmm. and planned and you got to make sure that work. the timing is just perfect and that's the real work exactly yeah. Yeah. that's the the hard part right um so to to answer your question in listening to nick's bass layer i actually i had my eyes closed for the most of it because it, we all know if you look at something while you're listening to music it's going to be a distraction it's going to take you away from the music right for for a lot of people for me especially um, so I closed my eyes and in my brain, what I saw was 
essentially like a vivid picture, if you will, video, right? Where in my head, I was imagining Nick in his studio in front of his little microphone with the with the little deer horn thing on it, deer. like literally chilling with his eyes closed. He said, just, just getting into the, do I think he connected to it on an emotional level? Yes, I think he connected to it on an emotional level from the creativity side, from the work aspect. I agree with what you said 100%. There's so much that can be done with that song solely because there's so much free space that you could fill yeah. up. But knowing you and having been friends with you for this long and doing this podcast this long and singing music together this long, I think I, I have a pretty good grasp of when Nick's in a song. Do I think he was in it 156%? No. I don't think he was in it 156%. But he was probably somewhere around 80, 85%. I think in the back of his mind somewhere was, okay, I'm not in this comp anymore, but I'm still going to give it my all. So he was still probably trying to play around with those technical aspects. And you can hear it in some of the vocal techniques mm -hmm. that he brought into the song. Um, because one thing I've learned about Nick is when he starts doing vocal technique type stuff, um, that is... In my opinion, and correct me if I'm wrong, Nick, but in my opinion, when you start doing purposeful vocal techniques, for me, that translates to, wow, Nick really thought about this, right? Um, and it's it's not, you're, you're not just letting yourself be free to do the song, right? right? Um, so that's why I say I think he was holding back from being able to emotionally connect to the song 100%. And those those but practices. was he in his feels? Yeah, he was in his feels. Yeah, those practices that Nick that you do, like he's talking about, it it allows you to be more confident on like mm -hmm. TikTok lives. I've noticed that you can do some songs. You've been doing some songs on lives that are like, oh, dude, he's been killing them. Yeah, and it's like this is you've learned some stuff over the last couple of years. I don't yeah, know what that is, but you can tell a difference. Yeah, in your in your timing and your. Uh, emotional understanding yeah oh right? dude your timing has come so far bro yeah your timing I, has, has well, it's funny so because you think, when you say that you close your eyes you see me singing at my mic with like my eyes closed that's actually how i was singing it it's pretty funny there you go but i wasn't also 100 percent into it because that's another one of those songs where i don't really want to add layers to it i just want you to hear me doing it but yeah. The con didn't it round say like three layers? Minimum, yeah, minimum. Yeah, minimum so three. I was trying to think of what can I do with this layer wise. And some songs, I'm you know, we're not layer people. Mm -hmm. So I was trying too hard to do something different, and it's you can hear, like you said, you can hear me trying to be technical and kind of aid it a little bit. But now, now Ferris, real quick. Before you play this, I just got to throw this disclaimer out there. Disclaimers. <laughs> there's a there's a big disclaimer comes with this. Okay, you're getting roasted. If oh, that's me, fine. No, 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 that's fine. I want a disclaimer to get roasted. for every song. I want to get roasted. It does. Yeah. But this song is actually an unfinished song. Just throwing that true. out there. Yes. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Some, some shit went. Some shit went down at work. Um. 
And I got so busy and tied up with that that I couldn't go back and finish this song. Um, I got the three layer minimum requirement and that's it. Uh, I had a handful of ideas that I was going to throw into this song literally the day that the universe started spinning backwards. So that's the disclaimer. It never got finished. I'm actually, I'm actually really pissed about that still. <laughs> so, so this, um, the picture I had up before of you, that pretty much says the date or the week you had. Oh God. Yeah. No, that's that, that one. No, that one doesn't even come close to how crazy oh, really? uh, that week was. <laughs> and obviously I can't talk about it, but it was, uh, mm, the universe, the entire universe spun back. The backwards. entire universe. Huh? Yeah, it was, it was, it was nuts. It was nuts. So, yeah. And then for me, whatever happens with my voice kind of happens with my voice. <laughs> All right, well, let's do this. Let's, let's roast him. I'm not the greatest vocalist. <laughs> I don't break down 
Nick, I'm going to let you go first. <laughs> Why me? Hey, first, you got to take that dang old picture down. Ugh. It makes me music from playing. Makes me miss my hair. I ain't got none no more. So that one song you just heard a little piece of real quick, that sucker comes up every after every song I listened to last week. <laughs> it's not like quick enough. I stop it. It'll keep playing. Well, on the emotional level, I can feel it. I know he's feeling emotion and it kind of, but I don't know if he did it purposely or not, but I didn't do it on purposely. As soon as he started singing the very first verse, I immediately had a picture in my head of him where it's kind of dark and he just has that little bit of light on him where he's just showing and his eyes are kind of, and he's into it and he does his hand thing. And you, you use your hands anyways, technically, but when you're in something, you seem to really like emphasize your emotion through your hands while you're singing. Yeah. So like anytime I watch some of your songs where you have video, I usually can tell you're really feeling it just because of your physical movements. If you if you watch any of my my like OC videos or any any video that I actually do when I'm singing, when I'm in it in it, I actually I've realized this. I end up grabbing these these knobs here on both sides of the microphone and I just kind of like hold on to both of them and because for me that's my anchor and then I'll put myself where I need to be from the mic what what feels right in the moment right like this feels too close because it is this feels too far away because it is but I anchor myself right there on these stupid little knobs dude and then I'm just for me, that's the that's the that's the 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 anchor, the the trigger, the whatever, and then I'm just allowed to get fucking lost. Yeah. So you you, I felt like pretty much nailed song, it with the hand thing. I was proud of you to tackle something that is is very um, current. It's very now. It's a big mm -hmm. song now. And it's really easy to judge you against the original artist mm -hmm. and how much that man puts in that song every time he sings it, you know, um, from his perspective. Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of people out there that, that have tried to imitate that. 
and can sometimes get it done, but they sound just like him. In your case, you you sounded, you kind of kept true to the melody, the original melody, in a large part of the song. But it was it was your voice, right? So mm. that moves into what I what I felt was you you sold the song, um, like a sought after sought after product, like you, you like you people wanted it, they wanted to hear it, they bought it. Mm. I'm not sure because this is where it gets subjected. I'm not sure that you bought it because, mm. and this is a, a little cheating going on here again. Because I already kind of knew that you had, it's like, I, I can't do anything more about it. can't add anything else to it because my life is just kind of messed up right now. Mm -hmm. So I, I, don't, I don't, that was prior. You got those layers done and everything prior to that happening. But mm -hmm. even before that, so before that, I still feel like you didn't really buy into that. Maybe the song choice, maybe it was something, another one in your back of your mind. Like, I, mm -hmm. I, maybe I should do this one instead. Mm -hmm. but you did, I feel like you did what you needed to do to sell it. And that's what a vocalist has to do. They have to get it one of the two ways. Either yeah. they can, either, either the recipient knows that they feel it through your lyrics and the way you sing them, or you sold it, even though you're like thinking about the car wash you got to yeah. do in 20 minutes. Yeah. You know, I mean, that it's, it's amazing. It's it, there, There's two different ways of thinking about that. Um, and I think, Y'all are stark differences in these two songs. Oh, that kind of goes to show you the perception is a big deal. Yeah, and I don't think that anybody that that receives that song has the right to say that you showed no emotion. The question is, what kind of emotion? Where is the origin mm -hmm. of emotion coming mm -hmm. from? Mm -hmm. What was the goal of the emotion, and was it received? Yeah. Well, and it, it's funny you bring that up because, um. Like I said, when I when I do a submission, if I don't feel the song, I don't submit it. Period. Right? I'll I'll do a different song. And it's funny because I had actually spent two, let's see, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. I had spent Yeah. No, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. I'd spent four days actually working on a different song. And I had an idea for that different song um, that ultimately just didn't pan out. And I couldn't get it to come to life the way that I was hearing that other song in my mind. Right. And this song, like I said, it was automatically my top three. It was actually my second choice. Um, so that's why I went with it because it was choice number two. And I love this song. This song has legit been stuck in my head for years since I very first heard it. But I heard this song after I'd heard the other one. The other song is also by the same artist, Chris Stapleton. And I had been working on a version of Either Way for like four days. Um, hands down, bar none, either way, even though it's such a such a hardcore hits you right in the freaking chest kind of a song uh hands down my favorite chris stapleton song ever and then this one would this one would come in number two for chris stapleton so you're you're 100 percent correct um that's what makes it hard to as a as a judge to know people that you're judging 
And mm-hmm. I don't mean like because mm-hmm. you're biased. Mm-hmm. That that does happen, right? People mm-hmm. bias is like, oh, that's my buddy. I'm gonna just let them, you know, I'm not gonna give them too low of a score. And yeah, don't do it necessarily on purpose. It just happens that way. I'm talking about like I can actually, like you just said, you can imagine Nick in his studio <laughs> at his mic because you've seen yep. him do it a thousand times on video yep. or whatever. And you know how what he looks like when he's really yep. getting into a song. The visual aspect, which is why myself and several other judges, not necessarily in this comp, but over time, I've talked to them. Like my wife, for example, she doesn't, she will not look at a video. Mm-hmm. Like if it's a video like entry or whatever, she will not do that. She will listen to it first and then go back, get her get her assessment, and then go back and watch it. Because she doesn't want when to change that. I'm but, I'm the same when I'm when I'm judging. If it's a video submission, I turn my phone over. I do all of my judging. I do all of my judging, and then I'll flip it over and watch the video just out of curiosity. But I can literally see you hum singing or full out singing, doing honeydews around the house. That's all. Mm. So I know mm-hmm. it's stuck. Mm-hmm. I know how it can get mm-hmm. stuck in your head. So mm-hmm. the round song choice was a ten, right? I mean, it it, it just that that fit. Um. I could see how Nick's would fit too. So that's mm-hmm. that's like a gimme. Like, okay, that, that makes sense. There are some songs, and not necessarily talking about this round with this comp, but there are some songs that I've seen this round challenge before or other comps, actually twice before. And it's amazing how you can kind of pick up that, yeah, this isn't a song that really gets stuck in your head mm-hmm. because of the kind of song it is. It's like, it's just not one you would. And I know that's that's subjective. How do you know it would mm-hmm. be stuck in your mm-hmm. head? But mm-hmm. you can kind of feel that that aspect of it mm-hmm. but when 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 you know somebody intimately like i do you two as far as i we have a history i know what you mm-hmm. i know i've seen the inside of your garage and we're on we're on phone calls and stuff or i've you, god we've had so many calls with you in the car so if you did yeah. a, a song about cars i could see you jamming to it in your car you know what i'm saying so it's yeah. easier to buy into it, to 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 buy what you're selling, mm-hmm. you get what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. Um, so it, it, you have to be careful. As but it's judge. also, but it's also from a judging aspect when you're quote unquote judging a buddy, right? Uh, it's harder for that buddy who's being judged to bullshit their way through it too. That's true. Yeah. So it's it's kind of it's a double edged sword. Oh yeah, there are some there are some judges or assessors or whatever you want to call them that are a lot harder on their the people they know. Yep. I mean that's not fair either. That's kind of the other nope. way. I mean that's not fair. And I I am I'm that guy. I'm the one that's harder on my friends if they're in a comp and I'm actually judging it. I know I shouldn't be, but it's one of those things where it's like listen, dude, I know you can I know you can do better. <laughs> I've heard you for X amount of th- this ain't your best. <laughs> Bring me your best and you'll well, get a better score. <laughs> if I would have finished what I was saying about yours, but I didn't get to really finish. Oh, sorry. If I was judging and not just the emotion part, but with yours, because I know you, <laughs> I would have heard it and said, This is not a done song. Yeah. Because the way your one layer was, I could hear it a little bit much, and I know you would have never just left that like that. You would have done something to have blended it. I mm-hmm. could tell it was it was lonely, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So the the ultimate thought process behind that song was 
that harmony layer that came through very, very, very prevalently, where it was almost competing with the with the melody line, that was actually intentional, believe it or not, for the finished product, yeah. not for the unfinished product. I could tell so that there I was left like that. Yeah, I was gonna go through, and I was going to double a lot of the main melody line and then i was going to add a high harm to the mid harm that i was singing if that makes sense mm -hmm. it wasn't going to be a high harmony to the melody line it was going to be a high harmony to the harmony whatever the fuck that's called um and then i i managed i, I did a, a low layer um for my third that i barely and literally for that for that one i only added it to uh the part where whiskey and you right that's why every time you hear whiskey and you is whiskey and you, <laughs> <laughs> you um, and what i what i had figured was um on the whiskey and you part i was actually going to triple up on the melody and then I was going to do a mid-low harm and like a mid-high harm. So ultimately, in the whiskey and you part, it essentially would have been a five or a six part harmony. And throughout the remainder of the rest of the song, wherever you heard that mid-harm, every single time you heard that mid-harm, it would have been minimum a three-part harmony with various areas being a four-part. Um, and also the melody line being doubled. Right. So it was, dude, it was about to be like more layers than I would ever personally give that song, um, by choice. If I was just gonna, you know, open it up and, and do it in the garage for fun, it'd be a three or four layer song that would sound nothing like what you just heard, but for a competition, all or nothing, baby. <laughs> Um, I had a huge ass plan, dude. That song is so unfinished. I'm, I'm pissed that I had to close it in order to submit because it's, it's still bothering me. I'm going to go back and I'm going to do what it should have been. And then I'm also going to do either way, the way that it plays in my mind. And I'm going to get that right. And then I'll share it with both of y'all someday. So what do you think about six years from now? <laughs> real quick, because we're like uh, this. I did, I failed my job tonight and keeping up with time. I mean, oh dude, like, we're at like, like hour the last three. One you did Ferris, where it was like just shy of two hours. Yeah, this, <clears> this, 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 this is my time. It's one o two. We started at ten thirty five, something like that. Ten forty, I guess. Mm, anyway, two and a half hours. Hey, so do y'all y'all if y'all remember mine, do mine. I'm curious to know if, whether y'all think I was e emotionally inept or emotionally successful with uh, Wolves. Man, dude, I got to remember back to an hour and a half ago, Ferris. I know. Hey. Well, Ferris, the way you sing, I swear I always feel emotion in every damn song you do. I, I agree with Nick to an extent. But I also disagree with Nick to an extent. I are you bipolar? Dude, kind of. Kind of sort of maybe a little bit. You look like which one needs to talk first, Brandon or Brandon? Let's let's let Nick go. 
He already did, but you know, I'm gonna <laughs> yeah, let him. I'm sure he's got more he wants to add. I do. Do you? Ferris is every song he does, especially those style songs. He sings it so soft and so I don't know how to put it in words, honestly. Smoldering. Smoldering. It's like he's serenading <laughs> you every song he does. Yeah. Fair. If that makes sense. Fair. The thing that I've noticed about Ferris over the years is there's not a lot of volume changes in your voice. Um, every once in a blue moon, you'll you'll come through and you'll just belt something out and you'll just let it go. And I'm like, holy shit, where the hell did that come from? <laughs> yeah, um, he doesn't do it a lot. No, and it, it always catches me off guard. I'm like, damn, that's, that's right. Chris said. can like do he, that. Right? He's always <laughs> serenading because if you serenade somebody, there's he's not a, a lot of you. Yeah, you're a crooner. Yeah, he's a crooner. Yeah, he's a crooner. But um, he's trying to make those ladies melt. The the thing about it is is your vocals, dude. Literally, like every time you do a slower, kind of more melodic, ballad esque kind of song like that. They're just, they're so controlled and it feels almost calculated, right? Um, I think you, I think you do emotionally connect with a song, but for me, when I hear, hear back from you, I know that you're in your feels, so to speak, right? When, how do I, not when you're, you're belting, belting, but there's this like subtle little change. Your voice will become a little bit less airy and a little bit more full. Um, but it's still the same volume, which, which drives me fucking nuts. It doesn't, you don't get louder. You don't get softer. <laughs> it's the same exact volume as if you were just to, to sing, you know, open as, as, as you have a tendency to do. But when you get that, for me, I'm like, okay, Ferris is in it. Ferris, he's, he's got that clarity, right? He's, he's letting out less air right now he's sustaining more he's using more breath support and i think he's doing it on accident because he's into the music um that song right a question that song right there that, that you did and by right there i mean however long it was hour ago 45 minutes ago whatever um i don't think i i can't remember hearing what i was just trying to describe does that mean that you're not into the music? You're not feeling the music? No, not at all. Um, knowing you, again, having a little bit of an advantage, right? Um, I know that you're an emotional singer. I know that you emotionally connect with songs. Nick emotionally connects with songs. I emotionally connect with songs. Um, I think you were into it, but I think you could have given it more. The only, okay, so this is kind of a weird answer, but so the best way I can describe the only connection I had with this song was a historical connection. It wasn't emotional. Mm -hmm. 
mm. um, almost zero emotion in this song. Mm. I wanted to tell a story, a history, mm-hmm. so it it probably I probably sold it as emotion, mm-hmm. but it was more determination. You gotta mm-hmm. remember, I just learned this thing, and I wanted to, mm-hmm. I wanted to do this song. I mm-hmm. had a deadline, um. So well, and that that definitely comes into play because I know you said you you learned it in twenty four hours. Yeah, you can't. You can't connect it to the song, the story, and and the and the, yeah. The possibility that something like that, we're talking like Great Depression, yeah. you know, kind of storyline here. But you can't can, connect, can connect to, it to it at a next level in just 24 hours. No. In my, it, in my you, opinion. You could if you connected the song emotionally. So I found the song. I'm like, I'm thinking this will be perfect to do mm-hmm. as my round song. Okay. Because um, it's got wolves in it. Right? It mm-hmm. fit the criteria. <clears throat> but can I learn it? Can I, can I, A, can I mimic it the way that Garth sings it mm-hmm. at the very least, B, add layers to meet the round challenge and C, then change it up to make it sound like me. Yeah. I, I, no, I accomplished the first while, two. While but, D, while D keeping the background vocals in the track. Cheater. <laughs> well, <laughs> I did have a little help there. I mean, obviously, but the lead was mine. Okay. Yeah. And and I, I'll be honest, it I can't say there wasn't any emotion because I do sing every song with emotion. But I've also not been known to to save a song that I didn't feel emotion in. I was just tired of singing it. You gotta remember I went over this thing in a twenty four hour period. I probably sung it and deleted it or started over several, several times. I don't know what mm-hmm. 24, 25, 26, 30 times before I actually and I'm not oh, talking yeah, about yeah. like pieces of it. I I kept singing the whole thing through because mm-hmm. I was trying to feel it emotionally, but it was more of a job for me. If that makes uh, sense, there's obvious yeah. mistakes in it, right? I mean, it, I I in my mind, I would have been crucified in a group like like what's in that comp. I'm mm-hmm. not talking about the judge. I'm talking about the competition. Mm-hmm. You know, because we we do try very hard to judge that one individual at that time that we're judging them, and not compare them to what we think the last six sounded compared to them. Yeah, it's hard yeah. to do. But you can because you're anyway. I'm not going to get to them. You point. almost you almost have to forget about the entry that you just judged. Yeah, and you have to pretend like to somebody just sent you a song and want you yep. to hear it out of the blue. Yep. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, in a way, you're 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 both right, but to varying degrees. Um. Mm-hmm. And I'm not. I'm happy with this song. I'm 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 proud of myself with this song, but because I learned a new one and I know it word for word now. I'm not good with lyrics. Not even my own lyrics that I wrote. I have to actually read the crap. <laughs> I forget. And that's sad. But this one I know word for word. It's not a very complicated song, but it's a very meaningful song for a lot of people. I mean, yeah, most of us didn't live in the Great Depression. Most, I think, everybody that did is gone now. Um, we will soon. <laughs> the second right. Well, but I, I think... I'm saying. It could happen. I connected it because of that, what he just mm-hmm. said. It it it's like man. Well, you know. I got uh, a belief and a question for you. Mm. One, I feel like with the right vocal technique, if you don't feel the emotion, you can fake it. It's okay. to, I, I like to use and, the word sell it. Sell it. Okay, yeah. sell it. Yeah, but you it's know what I'm saying because serenading. If you serenade somebody, if you do that type of thing, it'll feel like an emotion. 
Because, because it, it makes professional because it can make that. that other person feel the emotion that you're trying to convey. Right. Is that what you mean? Yes. Yeah, absolutely. Um Ferris does that but, all the time. Does that make sense? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. So my question to you now is because this is going off of what Brandon says because it makes sense about how it sounds like you kind of are trying to control it. Do you, because you say you have some OCD, feel like that affects your singing? Not really. I, I've I've accepted some things, some characteristics about my voice that are unique. Um, uh, in, in fact, some cases embraced it. Um, when I when I first started doing comps and and people were starting <laughs> to get to know me. Um, even especially my wife, she explained it and how other people she would she would repeat what other people say and then explain it in her own way, and it it always made me kind of feel a little embarrassed the way it said. But she basically a lot of women you got that when you in my drops at the end of lines that I have a panty dropping sound, you know, like <laughs> that, like that. I mean, that's just what the, the you know that's just like you said a crooner kind of deal. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, what are you mm -hmm. talking about? So those those little inflections that I have in my voice, they're not necessarily accurate, and therefore I do think about them and and change them. But then I go back to wait a minute, that's me. Yeah. It's like a Willie Nelson esque kind of thing. It's like it's yeah. he made a name for himself based on his stylistic singing. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. It may be inaccurate, like you were saying. It, you you Brandon, you sing a certain way. You do it on purpose. Some yeah, and I get I get I get don't. dinged I get dinged for pitch all the time even though it's purposeful i guess you could say it, yeah it was on purpose it was like well you i know? tried to do that on purpose yeah. if you didn't like it i'm sorry Basically. that's the, that's the gamble you take though as a vocalist it, mm -hmm. it's shout out well, Chip and the thing he's doing great you know and i i'm bringing yeah. him up because i got an example you know his his voice is it's unique in some aspects but in a lot of ways, it's it's cookie cutter to the country feel, mm -hmm. and and so you want that. You don't want to be just a cover artist, although that's what a lot of he's done. You know, now he's starting to get some originals out there. Or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But it you have to get away from that, it, mm -hmm. depending on what your goals are. Like in in a karaoke comp, you could skate by well, and just and the thing covers. about it though, oh, the thing about it though, is we we have to keep in mind that originality is something that's in there you you're you're taking a song that has already been done at a professional level by literally somebody who does it for a living mm -hmm. right and you're trying to make that song your own you have to have those idiosyncrasies in there yeah. in order to do that unless unless you're like ferris and you can take a song that's been around since 1992 and sing it in such a way that no one's ever heard that melody presented before. And it sounds like a completely different song, even though it's the exact same musical track, if, if that makes sense. Uh, your version of Anymore, for example, Ferris, um, would be a perfect example for that. The way that you sing Travis Tritt Anymore is unlike anything I've ever heard. For those of us that can't do that because we don't have that skill set, we hate you. We ha we, we hate you. <laughs> we you hate you. you yes, we hate you. And but don't, don't we, think that we it also have to throw in. We have to throw in those idiosyncrasies. So, 
when when I'm in the middle of a line and my voice all of a sudden goes up and then comes down and then there's that pause for the breath and then I come come down and then back up into the line that's not me being flat or sharp or any of that shit that's me allowing myself to move with the music and and allow myself to be vocally free that's also why you hear a lot of vocal break ask type stuff when i get into the higher range that's not my voice cracking that's not my voice stretching that's not straining that's me actually throwing that in there on purpose because i like how it sounds i do that sometimes if that makes sense um so a lot of the and, and it'll always be that way in any karaoke competition. I'm not talking just Smule. I mean, you could, you could go into American Idol. You can go into The Voice. You could do whatever. Anybody who does those stylistic things is taking a huge risk because nowadays they want that, like Ferris puts it perfectly when he says cookie cutter, right? Like when we were talking about Willie Nelson and whatnot, they want that person that's going to start that note on pitch and they're going to keep it on pitch all the way through to the end and it's not going to drop it's not going to waver it's not going to do yeah, no, fuck it, that no that's what kills me about stuff like uh american idol if mm -hmm. everybody that they rave over they all sound the freaking same it's boring it's boring it's like you are all singing the freaking same what's the point it's boring it's boring and and the other thing too is the, the thing that's killing me about music nowadays is all the, the guys out there, it's like everybody's all of a sudden singing in their in their head voice or in falsetto. They're way up here, and you never actually hear them come down. When I do a song, I want to, from a stylistic perspective, and I do this a lot, I, I do this shit probably every time i sing i like to start low and end high because i like to push my vocal ability and stretch my range from as low as i can go controlled to as high as i can go controlled because for me that adds dynamic to the song that adds to the build up and all that other kinds of stuff the stuff you hear nowadays man you know they start up here, and then the end of the song, they're still up here, and it hasn't changed. It's fucking boring. Bring some dynamics to it, man. That's I'm, I'm that's my rant. I'm done. <laughs> Music. Yeah. I'm telling you, I would never make it in the music industry. People would hear people would hear me. They'd be like, "Nah, you got to change. You can't do. You can't sing like that." I'm like, "Then I'm then that's not me, and I ain't gonna do it. Fuck you." <laughs> that's why I'm gonna fail out of comps. It's like uh, getting these deductions for background vocals. If they keep that there, I'm gonna get deducted. Because if I can't find a song that I want to do without it, and I want to do that song, I'm doing that damn song. I can't. Yep. If, if well, it feels the, right, I want to do it. Yep. I can't help it. That's a gamble you take. I mean, that's you know. Like these people right now, they're like doing this round and they're saying a lot of these songs, they can't find ones without background vocal. I don't want to search and search and search. I'm going to look a couple times. If I can't find it, I'm do. I got to do the song. It's a, I got to do it. I got to do it. Sorry. 
and it's fine you can deduct the points but then i'll look and see well what did you score it though like my first round nick you want to know what uh you want to know what my third choice was for the song that gets stuck in your head mountain i figured mm. and i actually listened to it and i couldn't do it because i heard ghost vocals and i was pissed because i really wanted to do mountain also i'm like if i can't do either way i'm gonna do mountain and then if i if i can't do mountain then i'll do whiskey and you but whiskey and you is is ranking in it like top two right now because i just fucking love that song and i can't get it out of my head but mountain's been in my head for like the same amount of time so they were kind of like tied right if it wasn't going to be either way it was definitely going to be one of the other two guaranteed um i started on whiskey and you and then i went to go start on mountain because i was going to do them at the same time um and then just submit whichever one i liked better because i couldn't pick and I was singing Mountain, and then I heard something, and I stopped. I'm like, whoa, hold on. What the fuck was that? And I got out of the recording and just listened to the to the track that had been uploaded. And then I then I heard him, and I was like, fuck. All right, I guess I'm 100% in Whiskey and You. That's going to be this. And that's when I built that whole thing up in my head, right? And then I had to submit an unfinished song anyways. Pissed. Well, it's bullshit. Real quick, uh, one 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 question for you, Nick. What was the name of that AI you used to to shave all that out? You remember to get rid of the vocals? Two seconds. Yeah. I've got a suggestion to use. It is a website called. It's just called Vocal Remover and Isolation. Vocalremover.org. No, that okay. keeps it simple. That's the same one that I that someone told me about. I wish I had the stuff to professionally like pull out vocals, but it's hard. Even them, it's not easy because we... once it's recorded and put together, you don't. It, it, there's not really separate tracks in there to take apart. Do you want to mm. want to edit this out, or I ask you the question before I ask you the question? What and, are we edit? Why are we editing now? And go ahead and. Uh, I say yeah, we just so. go with a. I say we just go with it like it's another pilot. Screw it. <laughs> <laughs> Is that oh. how we ended? We didn't even like, subscribe, comment, or do any kind we didn't of do anything. No, what the I'm heck saying, happened? Well, you're, like... you're you're still recording, so you know. Hey, if y'all made it this far, congratulations! You're a freaking superstar. We've been done for a while. <laughs> go ahead, like, subscribe, <laughs> comment. Share, check Give us out. Come see us. <laughs>